You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! So this was my weekend, by the way. This is why I'm so happy. I bought Goalie Aquoon from Canadian Tire Street Hockey Gear. The one question I asked, were you playing with a rubber puck at least? No, of course not. You had street hockey pads on and no protection other than I wasn't even that. wearing a can. How about that? And I went, stacked my pads. I'm like, whoa, I got nothing on down here. I never thought that I would be leaving my pins. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. And no mask. Talk about putting them on the table. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Absolutely. Welcome to the RP Show, everybody. No breaking news, just that it's Thursday, April the 8th. Welcome as I load up my sports uh, update here for, for moments time. Hi, Moose. Hi. You know, you guys always get me. I never know what intro is going to be when we come in here and go to air. I never know what it's going to be. And one, as I went back and listened to that clip, yeah, we were using a rubber puck, a vulcanized rubber puck. Yes. Yeah, so I wasn't wearing a can and I wasn't wearing a mask. Wow. <clears throat> it's not smart. I understand that. I just don't feel pain, neither physical nor emotional. I don't know. I don't know why. And the other thing was I was watching NHL hockey last night, and I'm just in love with the goalie's equipment, as you yeah. as you know. All of their equipment, it just looks so comfortable. And when I went and bought that hockey equipment this winter, goaltending equipment for the first time in 30 years, it comes broken in. Their pads are that thin. They're like uh, Kevlar with cops, bulletproof vest, thin. You know what I mean? And we're sitting there sopping around in horsehair pads. Try, can't get up. Oh, my God. Was, so easy to be a goalie and a hockey player these days. Remember when the rivets used to burn through the bottom of your feet? <laughs> I don't remember that. I was a goalie probably at like five, six, seven years old for like a couple of years. You, and did like, you hate it or love it? Yeah, because it's like the tire, more tired you get, the more you'd want to sit on your knees. <laughs> but the more you sat on your knees, the wetter the pads got and the heavier they got and the harder it was to stand yeah. up. So you're old enough to know that. So I was out. The kids now have no idea. But no, those skates used to come. And most of our viewers would know they were like cindercrete blocks when you put your feet into them. This was brand new. And you'd have blister, blisters for weeks. 
You know, by yeah. the time they're broken in, your feet are too big. You got to go get another pair. Now they put them in the oven oh, before you buy oh, them. They come already... broken in. It's comfortable. I'm like, oh, you guys have no idea. Talk about the back in our day, huh? Oh, yeah. Old man yells at clouds. <laughs> Anyways, it's a lot of hockey today, but we're going to get around to the football and a lot of golf. But Killer Kaminsky is going to be with us. Kevin Killer Kaminsky, the former Washington Capitals tough guy, Saskatoon Blade. And the current coach and GM of the LaRange Ice Wolves. You know, he, he can legitimately say he's two years coach of the year in the SJHL. Sort of like the Blue Bombers can say they're two years great cup champions. Right. It's kind of the same. The, the reigning coach of the year in the SJ. Kevin Killer Kaminsky is going to be with us. NHL alum. Uh, Nate Ewell is going to join us from Cauley, uh, Cauley, College Hockey Inc. Good, good get there. Clark, as they get ready for the Frozen Four opening tonight, Nate Ewell from College Hockey, Inc. And obviously been aware of college hockey for years, NCAA. Never really done an NCAA interview until today. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. And then Drew Koser, the host of uh, this province's number one hockey podcast, Hockey and Golf, off the hosel. Drew Koser will be with us to talk hockey and Masters opening day. So that's the guest list today. But let's roll into the leftovers, if you don't mind. Please and thank you, uh, Director Jordan. <laughs> you guys can continue to chime in with your comments, but don't expect me to get to them just yet because this is, this is me time. My quick six show topics. Wednesday NHL leftovers from last night. I wrote... Five on Twitter, and then more came up. Like, for instance, the Winnipeg Jets are in Montreal tonight. Happy Jets game day, Winnipeg. But you won't have Blake Wheeler. And I went back again and watched the elbow by Brady Kachuk that knocked him out the other night and why Wheeler's not playing tonight. And, you know, I guess it just wasn't that bad. Like, if there was ever a case of you running into somebody's elbow... That was it. Yeah. You, did you see the video of it? Yeah. Do you think Kinchuk meant to hit him? Like those Kinchucks are the masters <laughs> of selling Oops. dirty hits. <laughs> Oops. Where you don't really know if it's intentional or not. How, how did they learn this? I know. Is it a St. Louis thing? Right. Like I didn't think it was their dad's game. <laughs> not at all. He was gritty. He was a power forward. The masters, right? these kids. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean... I'm sure he's happy at that, like that he got made contact with him for sure. But you, know, you want to make the the hit, but no, I don't know that he meant to. On YouTube, we got a viewer writing in the Raging Dolphins maniac says, "Hi everybody from Rochester, New York. I can't figure this out. All these Americans. We were talking about it in the morning meeting. Why do you care about us? We're talking Junior A the other day, and we're getting comments from Toledo." It's like Brewster's Millions. The more you try to step on your toes, the more popular you get. I know. The more success you have. Why do you care about this stuff? Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg writes in, Kachuk meant to hit him. I said I was going to get to my comments here. So, so <laughs> Clark, here's his suggestion for the poll question today. Is Jack Campbell the greatest Leafs goalie ever? <laughs> he just said he was joking. No, you weren't. <laughs> Jack Campbell set a Leafs record for, what is it, 10 consecutive wins? And uh, he's passed now. Well, all the greats. Yeah. Felix, Johnny Bauer, uh, Jacques Plant, which a lot of people would forget was ever a Leaf. You don't even know who he is. That's fine. Jacques Plant? You don't know who he is. Of course I is. know who he is. Do you? Okay. Just got to wear a mask. <laughs> okay, sorry. He's like the guy. 
Yeah. Terry Sawchuck. Okay. Uh, well, Bravo. Broda. I didn't think he would. You were old enough. But okay. the first book that I ever read was Jacques Plante's goaltending book. I'll never forget. He said on the day of a game to put your feet up and, you know, rest before the game. Put your feet up. I'm like seven. Mom, Jacques Plante said to put my feet up the afternoon of a game. She's like, go take out the garbage and rake the leaves. Shut up. <laughs> uh, and also... The Arizona Coyotes are in a playoff spot, and the St. Louis Blues are not. Just putting that out there. As of today. So one of my leftovers is that the Honda West division is far, far from over. Like in Canada, we know who's going to be in the playoffs in the Scotia North division. Some of these other divisions, you have no idea. Anyways, uh, point two. It's day one of the Masters at Augusta. And yeah, I'm into it. Obviously, we're the Deer Valley pool. It's very interesting the way that they've done that. You guys, you people that go in sports pools, you know where they had the boxes for hockey drafts for years? The old Keniston hockey draft where you have to check a guy in each box. That's what Deer Valley did for theirs. So my wife and I last night went through and she picked hers. Um, yours and mine are far more similar picks than mine and hers. Okay. In the Deer Valley, $20. Money goes to their junior golf program out there, our official partner, Deer Valley Golf and Estates. But we're both thinking Jordan Spieth yeah. is the guy, hey? I think so. Because it seems like he gets on a roll. That That's it, right? Yeah. You know, you hope that this is the start of him getting on a roll again. So, yeah, that's what, that's what he did when he was winning. You know, they usually win in bunches. And that's the thing about golf. When you're playing great, everything's going your way. When you're playing bad, everything's not. So you hope he's on the right side. I also wildly took a flyer on Mike Weir in the bottom box. Just because he had played really good in the in the Champions Tour this year, and yeah. he's come really close, so I took a fly on Mike Weir. He's not winning, but actually, in that same box, look at us talking golf here today. I know. In that same box, no, I did take Mike Weir. Sorry, my wife took VJ Singh. She's the turncoat that didn't take the Canadian. Just putting that out there. Okay. So we will be following uh, that very closely, and that's our poll question today. That's why I called up my phone. For Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, who will win the Masters? The top three choices that we went with were the money uh, leaders, the odds leaders at, come on, official, our betting partner, Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Bryson DeChambeau, or other. And leading, by the way, is other. On Twitter with 39% of the vote. Yeah, Dustin Johnson's leading on Facebook, 50%. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, moving on. I saw the comment come in from Ryan McCarthy in uh, Albany, New York. He says, Rod and crew, your show is a break from ESPN slash Fox Sports. Plus, you cover hockey. That's why I watch your show. Well, I appreciate it, Ryan McCarthy in Albany, New York. And he hosts the No Credentials Required podcast. I was on it. It's a good one. Our third point here in the warm-up is the Blue Jays home opener goes today. Are the Blue Jays coming down to earth? They lost the last two of the Texas series. So I don't know if they're coming back to earth or not, but they got the White Sox in there and Dunedin. Or sorry, they got the Angels in there. Shohei Otani and the Angels come in there. How about the, it's the Florida Toronto teams, eh? Yeah. Blue Jays are in Dunedin and the Raptors are in Tampa. It doesn't feel real to me yet. Does it, do you? Not really. I mean, it did when we were watching opening day. I, I enjoyed that and I was into it, but... You're right. It kind of doesn't because they're not playing here. So it kind of feels like fantasy a little bit. But 
You know what? They got to they got to start winning series, right? You can't st- you can't lose series. Well, when I say it doesn't feel real, I mean it's not at Rogers Center. Yeah, no, it's not. The Raptors are not at Scotiabank Arena, so it doesn't really feel real to me since they've been gone. And some people think they're never coming back. I don't believe that's the case, but who knows? Here on the Apocalypse, the warm-up is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. By the way. Order a fabulous Four Seasons pizza and your favorite beverage for takeout and delivery. One-stop shopping. They got it all. Call or order online. Four Seasons Sports Palace. Uh, Point four, CFL proposed changes to nationals. Um, Here's what I've discerned in the last 24 to 48 hours. The CFL is not going to die. Not not this summer anyways. I mean, long-term maybe when it pairs with the XFL, and who knows what the name's going to be. But in terms of right now, they're not going bankrupt or broke. And from multiple sources, what they're waiting on is Ontario. And I don't know I don't know what's happening in Ontario. Like, I went on ctvnews.ca today. The entire page is COVID. There's no other news in Canada except COVID. That's right. And I'm like, there is another country out here outside of... Ontario, you guys, but they plan to play. You know, I told you I got the uh, news from an Alberta Sports Association yesterday saying that they think that by the end of July, by August 1st, they could have full capacity outdoor stadiums for outdoor sport, baseball, rodeo, football. So uh, they're planning to play, Darren. That's the good thing. When do they chop the ratio down to three? When do they chop five spots per team? We're getting a little late in the year to do that, aren't we? CBA-wise? We are. We're moving really quickly. You know, this would have to be something that they would propose, right? They'd have to propose it to the players. They'd have to accept it. We're talking about, like, already being past the point of being able to pull off training camps on time, right? So... What becomes the negotiations around ratio and Canadians and how do you get that agreed and then find a new start date? It's holy smokes. Yeah. Becoming difficult. I see from the comment board, Rob Somerville watching in Ontario says, good morning, Rod and Moose. Oh, sorry. He says, tuning in from the peg. What are your thoughts on the CFL possibly having a season in 2021? This is it. You know how these big shots think. It's like, eventually it'll come out. It'll come together. And damned if it doesn't generally always come together. <laughs> By the work of other people, but the players have to accept the pay cut and they need to find some additional revenue streams and the betting things coming down the pipe. But if you're asking me if they're going to play, it's looking like they're going to play Labor Day at the absolute latest. So that's the good news. The problem is, I told you I was on the phone last night with a personnel guy for an hour calling me from Alabama. And he said, you know what? The coaches have taken other jobs. They're doing other things. Same thing for the players. It's just their lives are on hold football-wise, but they're finding a way to make a living until they get back to football. So they're not leaving the game, right? Right. Hey, thank you. Oh, I got a funny story here. Breaking news. The Moose Jaw Warriors have named Jason Ripplinger the new general manager. That was today. For the hockey fans, the Moose Jaw Warriors have named Jason Ripplinger their new general manager. Can I tell you a funny story that he won't mind? Yeah. Give you a little idea how things go on in the, in the double, the dub hub. I ran into Jason Ripplinger the other night. I was coming in, and he was going the other way. You know how it works there? Yeah. He's got his mask on. I got my mask on. And I leaned over to him, and I'm like, 
when are they naming you general manager? And he's, as I'm leaning this way, he's going, they get away from me. Six feet, right? Yeah. He's so worried. And you can tell he's smiling behind his mask. He goes, well, I, I, what are you talking about? I said, come on, Jason. <laughs> the chairman of the team's telling people they're going to hire internally. And he laughed. He goes, well, I guess it's just me and James Gallo. <laughs> small staff. You start wondering who the, oh, there's <laughs> right. not that many candidates. His point is small staff. Yeah. And he laughed. So he knew. He knew. And the only reason I, because I know other people that had applied for the job and they were told that they were going to hire internally. So I'm like, if it's not Jason, who is it going to be? The radio guy? James Gallo? Exactly. <laughs> that was a funny little hockey story there for you. Um, there's my thought on the uh, CFL. I think it's good news, right? That's my commentary on Cat Country today. Maybe the ratio goes down a little bit. Maybe they chop Canadians per team. But in life, how many times have we said, if you're going to get something, you need to give up something. Go back in your life and try and find an incident where that's not the case. That you got something worthwhile. You had to give up something worthwhile. And in this case, it's that for the Canadian Football League. It's going to survive, but it's going to change and you're not going to like the changes. Fair? That's fair. A couple more I had. Uh, NFL notes. You know, we haven't really talked a lot of NFL, but it, tomorrow there will be a lot of it. Tory Gurley's going to be with us. Anthony Eau Claire, the Laval grad, has signed with the Houston Texans. So despite the grease fire that is the Houston Texans, Anthony Eau Claire is leaving the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, to go to Houston. More money and probably better opportunity, I would think. Yeah, when it comes to Eau Claire, I mean, he's, he's a good player, but Cameron Brate's there, and then Gronk signed for another one-year deal. So unless you want to have another year of waiting for an opportunity, go play, make your mark, and guess what? If Gronk plays a year and leaves, and if Cam Brate doesn't you know, last long, go back. Go yeah. back to Tampa if you really like it there. And, and, uh, but he needs to look out for number one. And uh, just this Aaron Rodgers thing, I, I get what Ryan in Albany, New York, was saying. I turned on uh, Get Up this morning, and all it was was Aaron Rodgers just jerking around the Packers, whether he wants to come back or not. And I'm like, I wish I could watch something else right now because I'm tired of this. Yet, I still watched it. I know. What was I saying earlier about brainwashing your audience? Uh, point six in the dub hub. I'll just say last night, Brandon beat Swift Current 4-1. The Wheaties have won eight in, eight in a row. Winnipeg beat Moose Jaw 6-3 in a battle of the Warriors. See what I did there? Winnipeg 6, Moose Jaw 3. There's one game in the dub hub tonight. It's at 6, PA versus Saskatoon. And uh, that's kind of it for the warm-up today. Trent's watching in Norway. He says, Norway calling. DeChambeau is my master's pick, but hoping the Canadian golfers can make waves through the weekend. The Oilers won last night, but the Senators seem to be a very fast team. So good to see the new baseball park in Regina coming. Stay well, everyone. Yeah, yesterday was a really great day sports-wise around here, and I'm expecting today's going to be just as good or better. And that's big reason is our good friend Kevin Kaminsky joins us next. Killer Kaminsky. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Welcome back to the program, everybody. I'm going to say it again, just ahead of killer. Dean Ticks, one of our viewers on YouTube, is watching in Wisconsin. Why do you guys care what we're talking about here? But he says, Rod, take it from a Packers fan, listening to the incessant hot takes on Rodgers and Rodgers' passive-aggressive trolling are getting real old. Well, you're not going to get that here. And I'll tell you what, Kevin Kaminsky, you can bring him in, guys, if you don't mind. You just look up the picture of a hockey guy in the dictionary. His picture's there. 139 games with the North Stars, Nordique, Capitals, Capitals, Capitals. Say, played with the Saskatoon Blades. A lot of games there. And he's the product of Churchbridge, Saskatchewan, and now the coach and GM of the LaRange Ice Walls. How you doing, Keller? I'm doing good, Rod. How are you? Good. Good, guys. I like your shirt. I like your shirt. Yes. Your co- <laughs> Tell the folks the story behind that. Uh, Joel Lozito uh, up in New York. He's a big Islanders fan. He's, uh, he, he loves the fighting part of the, the game, and he's, uh, he has a podcast. Uh, Coliseum Chronicles, um, and actually, we just got off the phone. We were on the phone for close to two hours uh, this morning. Actually, uh, he's helping me write my book. Wow! Um, so yeah, so just uh, just a great friend. But uh, you do, I think you know the story with him in the subway there. That oh yeah, uh, <clears throat> you know he wrote his own book, and now he's helping me with uh, my little uh, book that I'm going to be coming up with. I can't, I can't wait to read that. And Joe Lozito took down a mass murderer on the subway in New York, and the NYPD took credit for it. Did you know that? Ended up, it, it, and he was the one that did it. It is a hell of a story. You're right. And Killer, would you mind, just be, before we get into the hockey stuff, tell our viewers off the top of your head where you coach? Because I just mentioned where you played. It's, it's quite a few towns. It's not, you know, we got time for it. Where did you coach? Uh, well, I started uh, after I retired due to concussions. Um, I, I coached in Cincinnati uh, with the Mighty Ducks, with Anaheim and Detroit Red Wings farm team, um, with Mike ba- under Mike Babcock um, in the American Hockey League, which was, uh, for me, it was um, an awesome experience just to, you know, you go from a player and, and, and you, you, you know how to prepare for yourself. But now... As a coach, how do you prepare for 25 guys to get them on the same page? And and Mike is so detailed and uh, with his video, his structure, all that stuff. And and, and uh, that's that's what really helped me as I keep growing as a coach here. Um, I think from there I went to um, Long Beach. Long Beach. <laughs> yep, started lo- uh, head coach in Long Beach, and then from there I think it was Missouri just yep. outside of St. Louis, and then Youngstown, Ohio. Um, and then I went to Mississippi, and then Louisiana, uh, and then ended up, uh, well, I went one year in Portland, Maine, back uh, my old stomping grounds, back to Louisiana, and then Fresno, and then full circle, back in uh, Saskatchewan and LaRange. Yeah, and coach of the year in your first year. So, this is just a hockey chat, Keller. I'm not going to pick your brain on too much, but you're obviously a Babs fan, and there are coaches wondering if Daryl Sutter is going to start bringing back the old-school coach. You're coach of the year in LaRange as an old-school guy. 
right? Like, obviously, you changed a little bit because the kids have changed, right? But the, the concepts of success have not changed in the wonderful game of hockey, I would suggest. Yeah, I agree with you there. I, obviously, the game has gone more skill, faster, all that stuff. So, so yeah, you kind of have to adjust. And I think with, you know, my style, we're a high-tempo team. We, you know, we are stingy D first, uh, take care of our own zone. And then once we create that turnover, man, that's uh, – I call it speed through the, the speed zone, speed through the neutral zone, and then in the offensive zone, I call it the fun zone. Go be creative, go have fun, and go score a lot of goals. Um, so it, uh, uh, but I still think, like I said, the well, there seems to be a lot of fights this year in the NHL. Um, I still think the intimidation factor is there. We do have a smaller barn up in the range, and I think we use that to our advantage with uh, being physical. Um, and I felt like we wore down teams and we took over in the third period uh, a lot of games. And uh, like I said, it was just a relentless type, relentless type uh, style of hockey with, uh, with physicality in there. And uh, uh, it was very successful the first year, and we're off to a four-and-one start last year. So uh, I, I, that's, that's the way we're, we're going to play up in LaRange. Yeah, and they love you in LaRange. But that's the interesting thing. You scored 26, 38, and 25 goals with the Blades year by year by year. So you were a skilled guy too, but you also knew that you were going to have to fight to make it. Three NHL goals. Who, was your, who did you beat for your first one? Uh, Red Light Rassico. <laughs> oh, that was an easy one. Who'd you beat for your second one? Oh, gosh. I, I, uh, um, I think it was, it was against the Islanders. I think it was, ugh, God, I can't even. It was, uh, I think, a Swede goalie. Is it Soderstrom? Tommy Soderstrom? I can't. Uh, look, there are no easy goals, Keller. I'm just joking when I say that, as you know. Too many hey. too many concussions. I can't remember the third one. <laughs> right. Hey, I'm using my uh, Killer Cro- uh, my uh, Coliseum Chronicles mug this morning, too. Yeah, there you go. Cheers. Good morning. Caliber Coffee. Cheers. Um, Killer, the people are wanting to talk about your clothing line. If you don't mind, I see that you're wearing the same hat that I just ordered. Maybe that is my hat. Can you talk about the killer hockey clothing brand? Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, something that, uh, started up in, uh, Portland, Maine when I was running all my hockey schools and, um, <coughs> and <coughs> I teamed up with, uh, with Gobby. Uh, everyone knows Gobby in Saskatoon. Um, he has, uh, uh, well, his brother, who uh, I knew as well, uh, you know, had uh, committed suicide. And Darren, Darren Anderson uh, come up with this Love My Mind uh, mental health. And uh, so now we've teamed up. And uh, for every uh, item sold, I donate a dollar to Love My Mind. And then also, uh, I've been auctioning off some stuff. And uh, 5% of that's going to uh, Love My Mind, too. And um, like I said, it's just, uh, I think it's, I, I think it's part or it's gone. It, it just kind of seems to slip everyone's mind. And I, I think it's a, I think it's a pandemic itself, um, with, uh, uh, you know, the mental health, the mental yeah. side of, the, of life and all that. So just trying to do my part to, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, give people a better life and know that there is support out there for them. 
Uh, by the way, Drew Koser is watching. He's going to be on later today from the Off the Hosel podcast. Drew Koser, he says, he writes in, who's tougher killer, you or Joey? And I'll just say Wendell says Joey's the toughest guy to ever come out of Saskatchewan. I'll just say that. But if you're fighting, you've probably fought Joey. <clears throat> Have you? No, you know what? I was I was smart. I, I, I'm not that smart, but I, I, I never fought any of the Blade Boys. Chaser, Twister, Joey, Wendell. I didn't fight any of those guys. <laughs> well, I just thought maybe uh, after a slow pitch game or something, maybe you guys might have got after it. Can you, <laughs> Junior A? Thank God, thank God, he was on my slow pitch team. That that good point, good point. What? Uh, how have you guys managed? Because I've been thinking of you guys a lot with not playing this year. How have your players managed? I was so happy when Bill Chow, the president, said on this show, "No teams are going to fold in the SJHL." It's been a tough time for junior hockey in this country. How have how have the Ice Wolves uh, managed? Yeah, it, it has been. I mean, um, yeah, I, I, I don't. So Hockey Canada, I think, has got to do something and get with the government. I mean, there's there's leagues going. Um, you know, we started out with 150 fans. Um, there was not one case, and then they shut us down. Um, you know, like I said, I, I feel. I mean, I love the game. Obviously, I love coaching these kids and. And I feel for these kids that, uh, you know, uh, I guess we're fortunate that we're going to have all our 20-year-olds 20 year olds committed uh, this year. So that that's a good thing. But, you know, it, it, uh, it, it's been tough on everybody. And, and I just don't think we're getting the right answers. Um, and hopefully, you know, with what we're doing in LaRange, I mean, we just had a very successful uh, – uh, snowmobile and 50 50 uh i guess uh, raffle and uh now i think on uh, starting on april 15th we're set we got a brand new uh do which is unbelievable i went and seen it at uh one of our sponsors uh, uh mark lepke at fun motors um so so that's going to be there in another 50 50 just trying to since you can't do all these other fundraisers that the teams do we got to do this online stuff so obviously we appreciate your support uh uh when the raffle tickets come out yeah good well that's that's exactly it a lot of people have money in the bank from what i understand support uh, your teams please right support your teams because they need it and they're going to be needing yes. it a lot here through this offseason randolph zora's watching from eastern ontario he says where can i buy those mugs just search joe lazito on Twitter or Facebook, Instagram, Coliseum Chronicles, you can get the mugs there, clothing line. And uh, Kevin Kaminsky, too, search him for the killer hockey brand with proceeds going to mental health. Killer, just uh, on an NHL note, as the NHL alum that you are, just let's just stick to Canada. Are the Leafs going to romp to the Stanley Cup or what? Or do you think they've had it too easy, as John Scott has said? What's your view on the Leafs? I don't know. I, I think they're um, I think they're growing as a team. Um, yesterday's uh, game against uh, Montreal was a, that was a hell of a game. Um, but I, I think uh, uh, I, I think they have uh, some very good leadership, and uh, I think they you know like I said you you live and learn from uh, the last few years, and uh, uh, I, I think that team has matured into a more well-rounded uh, uh, team just to play a little better defensively. And obviously, 
I, I think now they got two legit goalies. So uh, I think they definitely could be a legit contender, uh, you know, in, in, in the Canada pool. Do you think they're cup contenders? Well, I, I, I really like, uh, you know, I, I'm liking Montreal too. Uh, but, uh, but I, I do, I, I think, uh, I, I really think that, uh, Toronto, I, like I said, I, I think they have brought in, I think they had too much skill before. I, I think they brought in a little bit of, uh, grease and grit, um, with what you need, you need down the road. And those are the guys that uh, lead the way. And, and then the, and then those guys that with skill catch on and say, Hey, we got to do this too. And then, and you know what? I remember the one shift, like I think Marner, uh, blocked about three or four shots. That's what you need from your, uh, your skilled guys. Um, when your skilled guys sacrifice the body, then I think you got something special there and you can make some, uh, uh, damage in the playoffs for sure. And I, I think they're a legit contender. Well, the funnest time is still ahead. Uh, from our viewers, just before we say goodbye, Nelson Vole is watching in Saskatoon. He says, I'm the head coach of Killer's stepson, Jack's football team. I know I'm not supposed to pick favorites, but dot, dot, dot. Clearly his coach uh, likes Jack, Killer. And John in Winnipeg, John Ohm, um, he says, is that U.S. or Canadian funds for Killer Hockey? Well, I made my orders. You saw this morning, Killer, and you can pick U.S. funds or Canadian funds. What do you want, Canadian funds or U.S. funds? It doesn't matter. Take U.S. funds, man. Okay, <laughs> pick U.S. funds. Get thirty percent more. Yeah. All right, Keller. I, I still, I still miss the American dollar. <laughs> yeah. No, don't we all? I just miss America. All right, buddy. Uh, thanks for the time. Stay safe. Enjoy the hockey. Thank you, buddy. Take the care, great, man. You too. The great Kevin. Killer Kaminsky, the pride of Churchbridge, Saskatchewan, NHL vet and fighter, joining us uh, on the program today. We'll be right back with a, a sports update. Whatever you want to talk about, okay? We will delve into it for the rest of this hour. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk at Suds Full Service Car Wash, rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. Just ahead of a sports update for our Winnipeg viewers, of which there are so many. I'm just going to do you a solid and throw you out of Jets, Montreal Canadiens. Um, preview here because it's the Jets at the Habs tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. Bottom line, Montreal hosts the Winnipeg Jets after Corey Perry scored two goals and the Habs 3-2 loss to the Leafs last night. The Canadians 17-10-9 against the rest of their division, which of course is their overall record. Why do they continue to put that in Against there? the rest of the division. <laughs> Why do they That's their season record. I get caught every time. Jets 23-13-3. In their last meeting on March 17th, Winnipeg won 4-3. Kyle Connor scored two goals for the Jets in that one. Joel Edmondson leads the Canadiens with a plus 30 in 36 games this season. Totter Toffoli has four goals over the last 10 games for Montreal. Kyle Connor leads the Jets with 18 goals and has 37 points. Nikolai Ehlers has seven assists over the last 10 games for Winnipeg. Why, Darren, every time do I say or hear Nikolai Ehlers... 
It's Dennis Bayak's voice saying that I in know. my ears. I hear it too. I do. <laughs> Nikolai Ehlers. Is Nikolai he the only Ehlers. guy saying Nikolai Ehlers? He kind of is. Kind of. Uh, anyways, last 10 games, the Canadians are 5-3-2. and two. Last 10 games, the Jets are 5-4-1. and one. And here are your injuries for the Canadians tonight. Ben Sherratt is out with a hand. For the Jets, Blake Wheeler is out undisclosed, but we all know what it is. There's your Jets preview. You're welcome. And for the Habs fans, too. Sports update. Jack uh, Campbell made 32 saves for his franchise record. 10th straight victory as the Leafs down the Habs. 3-2 at Scotiabank Arena last night. Campbell's winning streak surpasses the previous record he shared with Felix Potvin, Jacques Plante, and John Ross Roach. Leon Dreisaitl scored three goals and assisted on Connor McDavid's game winner, and the Oilers continued their dominance of the Ottawa Senators with a 4-2 win at CT Center. The first big move ahead of the upcoming NHL trade deadline happened before the Islanders and New Jersey Devils got it going. The Devils have sent forwards Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac to the Isles for forwards Mason Jobst, A.J. Greer, and a pair of picks. In the dub hub, Nate Danielson and Chad Nightchuk had a goal and an assist apiece as the Brandon Wheat Kings extended their week their uh, win streak to eight games with a 4-1 win over Swift Current. Uh, Reed Jacobson had two goals and a helper, and Campbell Arnold kicked out 29 shots as the Spokane Chiefs down Tri-City 5-2. Peyton Krebs scored the first of four goals in a 4-11 span of the first period. He uh, added three assists as the Winnipeg Ice doubled the Moose Jaw Warriors 6-3. And again, breaking news today, the Warriors have officially named Jason Ripplinger as their general manager. Congrats, Jay Rip. Bryce Bader and Justin Sordoff both had two goals and a helper, and Vancouver came back from a 4-2 deficit with four straight goals to top Victoria 6-4. They've won five in a row. Texas Rangers beat the Toronto Blue Jays 2-1 in the rubber match of their three-game series at Globe Life Field. Nick Solak homered off Jays ace Hian Jinru, who took the loss despite striking out seven without a walk over seven innings. Off-season acquisition Marcus Semyon hit his third homer for the Jays, a leadoff shot in the eighth. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. And it is day one of the Masters. I'm not going to be that guy checking my score app right now, like some people whose initials are Rod Black, who is putting, tweeting the results right now already so far of who's leading. Think he's into the Masters a little bit? Oh, yeah. Wow. Just a little. And, uh, and golf courses, at least around here, are opening earlier than kind of normal. That's my question. That's my next point. We're in the Deer Valley pool for the Masters. That's the official uh, golf partner of the Rod Peterson Show, Deer Valley Golf and Estates. I was wondering when their driving range is going to be open because the voice of the Wheat Kings, Brandon Crow, was in here yesterday. He said he brought his sticks anticipating golf around the sweatpants capital. Do you know? I don't have a date for Deer Valley off the top of my head. They're always a little bit later because they're in the Valley, yeah. a little bit later than the others. But some of the city courses are opening as early as this weekend. So if you want to get a teeth, if Brandon wants to go out, I mean, as early as this weekend, I know some of the city courses will be open, and then every few days they're going to continue to open around the province here. So maybe we'll get out with them. I don't know. But uh, yeah, any soon. golf people across the country? Yeah. You want to write in and tell us, so uh, if you're open, uh, what's your deal? Is the driving range open yet? 
because that's kind of where we'll be taking Crozy. Uh, Chris Bird writing in from Toronto, one of our viewers, says, For all football fans, Dave Naylor wrote a good article about the CFL's global initiative and the vision it shares with Dwayne Johnson, Danny Garcia, and Redbird Capital. And uh, I had a call this morning, a 30-minute right-on-the-nose call on that whole thing with the CFL and where it's going with Redbird Capital. And I'll reiterate this. And thank you, Chris, for diverting. I said that we would turn this over to viewer takeover. You write in to us what we'd like to talk about, because, Darren, I think you're down with that, right? Oh, yeah. We could talk masters if we Always. wanted to or whatever, but I, I, it's interactive television, as Paul says around here. You tell us what you want to talk about. And if it's the CFL, XFL, great. The CFL's not dying. That's my commentary on Cat Country today, and we're going to read it next hour as part of our Great Western Ultra update. But the CFL is not dying. Unfortunately, and it's not really the CFL's fault, obviously, they don't know if they're going to play this year because of, well, Ontario's holding it up is what I've been told by multiple sources. That wouldn't surprise anybody. But they plan to be on the field Labor Day at the absolute latest and playing this year. And that's not just coming from CFL sources. I'm getting that from health sources, too. They're impressed with the vaccine vaccine rollouts across this country. Darren, you follow this stuff, too. Would it surprise you to know that the CFL's not dying? It's not going to be in great shape when they come out of 2021. But they'll be... Uh, that, this is actually one thing that I heard. They're talking about a great cup this year if they play it. Being not necessarily in Hamilton, but in the home stadium of the team with the best record. Right? But they do want to get the Grey Cup to Hamilton as soon as possible. Maybe it'll be Hamilton. Maybe they're the best team in the league. Statistically, that would tell you that it is. But would you be surprised if this is my revelation today that the CFL is not folding? It's not in great shape, but it's not folding, and they plan to play this year. Yeah, I mean, you look at the owners, you know, it's up to them, right? Individually, team by team. What are you doing? And if you're and if you're ready to let go, is somebody else willing to come in and own the team? And also, you've got these beautiful stadiums across the country, ex- excluding one or two, <laughs> Calgary. No, you've got these beautiful stadiums across the country that aren't going to sit empty. If there's an opportunity to play football, there will be football played in all these stadiums. They're already built. So that makes me think that if there's an appetite to play the CFL, yeah, it won't fold. I could be. I could get behind uh, Labor Day. I'm going to get to all your all of your comments when we come back. We're up against it here with 10 seconds to go till break. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24 Hour Sports Talk. It's Suds first Suds full service car wash at RodPeterson.com. Listen live. And that's your opinions. Now we won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. Especially those lounging by the pool. We're very close to being able to do that. Very close. Yeah, I hope so. I got shorts on today. How about that? (laughs) How about that? Get a little sun on those sticks. Oh, they're so pasty. Oh, my goodness. But one step at a time. Hey, to all of our viewers checking in all over America, the Raging Dolphins maniac watching in Rochester, New York, writes in on YouTube, says the CFL game could work here, but we don't understand the strategy of three-down football. It just slipped off the screen. Yeah, so it makes it hard to watch. I Is saw that what the he comment. said? Yeah. That it, makes it hard to follow the game. Yeah. 
well, the strategy, but then it. you learn it and you get into it and it becomes ingrained. And are you are you not of the mindset football is football? Football is football. We yeah. throw, we pass, we kick field goals. It's we tackle, all it's lock, a, tackle. It's all the same, right? So this is what everybody wanted to get into. I said it's a viewer takeover, so you talk about whatever you want. Chris Griffin writes in and says, "How about some junior and CIS football talk?" I appreciate the thought, Chris. But until they, we have an idea that they're going to be on the field, university and junior football teams, we'll save it. Listen, I got the damn, all their helmets on the desk. Don't tell me I don't love it, and, and you're not. But I don't think now's the time right now. Um, <laughs> John Ohm in Winnipeg. Ohm. He says, let's talk golf. When can Rory McIlroy win this tourney to win the Grand Slam of tournaments? Go get it, Rory. He can't because I got my money on Justin Spieth, as do you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and the poll question today, by the way, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, who will win the Masters? Our options, these are the top three odds makers, odds winners from Come On Canada. Dustin Johnson, jo- uh, Jordan Spieth, Bryson DeChambeau, or other, 35% are voting for other. And it's like this is a wide, wide open field, by the way. Wide open. Oh, yeah. And it was exciting. I had it on ESPN this morning, normally ready and wanting to tune in to get up and get NFL talk pounded into my head for two hours. But they were going live from Augusta. Gary Player teed off and Jack Nicklaus. And what do you think they did? Piped it. And the first black golfer in the Masters, I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. I think it was in the 60s. And that was a nice touch for... uh, Black Lives Matter and the, in, the inclusive movement. Gary Player, 86 years old, looks 66. So, yeah, that was good. Wayne Jones is watching on YouTube, and I'm not sure where he is. But he says, uh, the riders were on the verge of bankruptcy and had to beg fans to buy tickets in 87. And then again, back in the early 90s, the riders were on death's bed, and the NFL saved them, loaned them money. Wayne says the CFL game is different enough that if you only grew up with American rules, it would look strange, but it is an exciting game. Yes, we all know those things, but let's just remember that the CFL's never faced a pandemic before. To say that it's always lasted because it always has, this is different times. (sighs) But I'll say it again, the CFL's not going to die. And you can thank MLSE for that and Redbird Capital. I think the main thing, and this is going to be in my, my ultra update next hour, Darren, a lot of what the CFL's been is going to have to go the way of the dodo for the league to survive. That's the deal here. Yeah, I know. It's unfortunate. Changes are going to happen. Right. And it's not going to be exactly the same way. Doesn't mean that you're going to scrap everything that makes it Canadian. Doesn't mean that the rules are going. Doesn't mean that they're not. But, hey, you can't. Have your cake and eat it too. You can't have the money and make all the decisions. Can't ask for the money and make all the decisions. You can't. MLSC's got all the money, as does Redbird. Figure it out. And it's not that the CFL's flat broke. Like I said, they're going to play, I think, in 2021. That's the way it's looking. But this might be the last year of the CFL football the way you know it. Uh, Carlos Legena watching an in Indy. Says the three-down concept was the toughest thing to adjust to when learning the CFL game. I caught on quickly, though. Hey, Carlos, happy birthday, my dude. we got a lot coming up next hour. Stick around after this break. You are watching on Game Plus TV. 
For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.